Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. WNRQ, Nashville. Broadcasting from the Moonshine Harley-Davidson studio. It's the Josh Innes Show. On 105.9 The Rock. Nashville's classic rock. Hey, everybody. How are you? It's Josh in battle today. What's going on, battle? How are you? I am dragging pretty bad, as you can tell <laughs> in my voice. Uh, boy, what happened to you? <laughs> I went to wrestle last night. What wrestling? Uh, what, in the, in oh. the fairgrounds. It was night two of the Crockett Cup. Oh, so, boy. So I'm like... I've had like three cups of coffee this morning and tea, so hopefully my voice gets kicked back. Because this is the first time I've talked since getting home at like 12.30 last night. You really went ham at the at the Crockett Cup, Oh, yeah, huh? two pretzels and, a, and two Pepsis, man. I went all in last night. Boy, you went hard. <laughs> I took my dad last night with me. Uh-huh. And like there was two wrestlers there that that we had on our show last week, and he's like huge fans of them, so I was texting him. I was like, hey, my dad only came to see you guys, and at the end, he, uh, they come out, me and my daddy's like, oh, oh my God, it, it's the Briscoes. And he was like, I was going to try to film it. Like, he was so giddy. And like, it, it was so funny because he was like so excited. He's like, I, I've got all your videos on tape and your matches that I've been watching. And I'm just like, I was like, this would, I imagine him meeting them as you meeting Sammy. Like, yeah. he was geeking out the entire time. <laughs> Boy, so, what a time at the club. Oh, yeah. Did you get to hang out with uh, Billy Corgan at all? No, I your did not. Buddy, your, your buddy, no, William. He was, he was back there. I did talk to Jeff Jarrett for a little bit Look bef- at you. before the show. So, yeah. How about that? That's fun. 1059 The Rock. Here's what's in the news today. You should know on the Josh Innes Show. All righty. What do we have today, Battle? <laughs> So this is an interesting story. There was a woman that was charged on Friday. This is uh, this happened around 2.45 in the afternoon, right? Charged with driving under the influence after she, after she tossed a plastic cup of urine at a road construction site on Friday. Now, there have been times I've probably had too much to drink and driven. It's a regrettable thing. Yeah. I've never gotten pulled over when that's been the case, so I'm fortunate. I've never hurt myself or anybody else when that's been the case. But I think we've all been in a situation mm-hmm. where you've had a little too much to drink and you drive, and the next day you're like, dodge that bullet, thank Christ. Yeah. But here's a way to not dodge that bullet. <laughs> yeah. Throw urine out of the car at a construction site. Yeah, they said that uh, it was around 2.45. She started making loud noises and obscene gestures at the construction workers. She was making cat calls to She's like, hey, baby. baby. Is hey. that a tool in your belt? Or are you just happy to see hey, me? Hey, I want to uh, see your hammer. Yes, she does. So uh, so she uh, at one point urinated in a plastic cup, threw it out the window, and then uh, they ended up arresting her, saying that she smelled it of obvious alcohol, and uh, she was spinning her tires when leaving a business, and now she's going to jail. Yeah, well... That was just a dumb way to go about it, ma'am. You're, you're, a medio- a cup. you're a mediocre drunk driver, you are. And to make things worse, once they got her in the back of the car, she started trying to kick the windows out. Yes. And I was like, yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's not good. And then when the doors opened to get her into jail, she started throwing racial slurs. And I was like, oh, yeah, no. that's definitely not going to help out help you out oh, one way or the other. Boy, ma'am, you are mediocre. Like, yeah. I, like I, I get drunk and, and stuff, but like, 
I never feel like I'm that level of drunk where it's throw pee on people or yeah, throw pee on people. Or use the N-word. Yeah, I, I don't get that kind of drunk. No, you just get drunk and May- throw up the heart emoji towards <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> that might be worse. <laughs> How is that That worse? might be worse. I might, I, you know what? If you say, Josh, you were drunk last night, and they say, well, you, you threw pee on people, I'd go, oh, well, that's pretty terrible. But you also threw up the hard hands to battle. Oh, God, I'll take the pee. It's <laughs> not that bad. All right, what else you got? So uh, today is the day that TDOT starts to pave potholes around Middle Tennessee. All right. Uh, they're going to start in uh, Robertson County. So that's going to be uh, starting on the lanes of I-65 to Bethel Road. Uh, Wilson County is going to be along two areas. I-40 will be repaved this week and then the eastbound lanes of I-40. Uh, and then in Davidson County, where we're at, uh, they're going to be paving and milling the westbound lanes of I-40 for uh, to Charlotte Pike and 46th Avenue this weekend. And that's all going to start at 9 a.m. and last until 3 o'clock. All right. We're paving the road. Yeah. Baby. I mean, you can't get back all the damage done to my crappy car, but you know what? And it's going to happen again next year. When it gets cold again and all these potholes show up again. But you know what? We're fixing them now. Yeah. So we're, we're living a little bit. Boy, times are great, aren't they? We we're are rolling. Fixed, we are fixing the potholes in this town, and uh, and everyone's excited. It's, it's that great time of year. All right, Josh and his show, you want in, you know the number, 615-737-1059. And you can always text the word rock in your message to 64895. Wake up, everybody. It's Monday. Man, I was uh, up until about 1 o'clock last night. Jeez, were you gambling? <laughs> well, yeah, and I need to stop. But because uh, I'm <laughs> Table doing, tennis. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't that, actually. I was up late because the, the last basketball game of the tournament didn't end until damn near midnight oh, last night. And then you night. can't go to sleep because you're jacked up. Well, a little bit, and it was a great game, the, the last game. It was Arizona and TCU, and it went to overtime, so that was great. Then I still had to take a shower. And then I get in bed, and I'm watching this thing on Netflix, and it's called... Is it cake? Is the name? <laughs> oh, of it. I've seen this. So the 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 concept of this show is these uh, cake artists, as it were, make cakes that look like other things, right? And then people have to guess if it's a cake or if it's the thing that it is modeled after. So, for example, there's six hamburgers laid out. Mm-hmm. The judges have to guess which one is actually a cake and not a hamburger. And it is strangely fascinating. So I watched a 30-minute episode of this last night. Before you know it, it's damn near 2 o'clock in the morning before I go to sleep because I'm watching a dumb show about whether or not this cake is actually a cake or if it's a hamburger or And not. you're hooked. And I was. And then I had to figure out how to go to sleep, so I did. So um, it, it was a long weekend of booze consumption and basketball and losing money, gambling, and it was just that kind of weekend. I saw you had crawfish yesterday. I or did, was it, yeah. yeah, yesterday. Jilly, uh, really big on the crawfish. Like, you would think I would be the one, because I'm from Louisiana and everything else. Yeah. But crawfish is a gigantic uh, thing in Houston. They, they love mm-hmm. crawfish there, and it's a big Sunday fun day. Get crawfish, get hammered on a, a Sunday at the bar type of thing. So Jilly loves crawfish. So she made me drive her over to this truck. Somewhere in Mount Juliet where a guy was slinging crawfish, so we got a, a sack of crawfish. Was it like a, a food truck, or hey, was it well, just... It wasn't like a guy's pickup. I mean, it was like... A, it, it's actually a seafood restaurant and a gas station in Mount Juliet. Got it. Okay. And um, so we, we got the crawfish and, the, and the, the sausage and the potatoes and all that and the corn, 
and uh, and Jilly was very excited. Then she she was drinking some some seven percent beers and got drunk uh, and got drunk yesterday. Uh, hey, a little day drink is not that bad. No, Sunday fun day is always a good time. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that was Sunday, and then I didn't go to sleep until one thirty, two o'clock last night because of the combination of basketball. And uh, is it cake? <laughs> hey, but you know what the fun part Basketball is? Basketball and cake. Well, is it cake? Is we don't it know cake? if it is cake or not. Uh, and then uh, program director Jonathan's basketball team got walloped last night, too. They lost by like 18. Uh, <laughs> and I love it because program director Jonathan was all gung-ho when Kentucky lost. He's like, yeah, those hillbillies in Kentucky, you lost. Ha-ha, <laughs> Auburn. And then Auburn loses by damn near 20 to Miami. <laughs> Did you text him and rub it in? I, I did not. I didn't because I was also angry because that game did not hit an over that I needed in my gambling. So I just ripped my shirt and uh, and was in, in, in disgust. <laughs> did and, you at least slow mo ripping your shirt, yeah. videotaping it? I, I was like the Hulk. I was like the, it was like actually like Hulk Hogan is what I was like. I was like, ah, and Julie goes, you got a problem, bro. I go, I do. I need to stop. All right, Josh Ennis show. One zero five nine, The Rock. The Josh Ennis show. 1059 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock. It's Josh in battle today. 76% of men say they think it's fine for a woman to propose. That's okay. I, I disagree. I think it's weird. Why? I just think it's weird. I, I don't know. Just I because think it should be a man's role to I, do I, that? I think the man should propose. And I think that most... See, I don't care about what 76% of men say. Of course men are going to go, like, I don't care who proposes, right? Right. I guarantee you 99% of women say, no, the guy needs to propose to me. Ain't no woman wants to get down on a knee and be like, hey, will you marry me? No, no woman wants to do that. I, That's all part of the woman like thing. Part right. of being a woman is the guy proposes. Now, I did a horrible job of proposing. I literally sat down on our couch and I was like, hey, Jill, you want to get married? And then I had this ring that I bought at a pawn shop. <laughs> a nice pawn shop. It was a high-end pawn shop. Make sure they know that. Like so you Gucci don't bags. Cheap. <laughs> yeah, like Gucci bags and stuff like that. A high, and, and Jilly had already picked the damn thing out, too. Oh, so that's fine. So, but but yeah, I mean, I, I feel weird. Like, I, I think there are some things that should be what a man does. And a man should propose. It should not be a woman proposing that is weird to me. I don't think it's weird. I think it's like if a woman proposes to a man, I think it's one of those situations where the woman's tired of waiting for the guy to pop the question. But then I ask, then I want to know this. If the woman uh, proposes to the man, does the man have to wear the engagement ring while the woman doesn't? Now, obviously, that's not the case. That's not the case. I mean, that, there's no situation where a guy's going to do that. Like, a guy's not just going to wear the engagement ring. It's not going to work that way. I'm just, I'm just curious That's about why that. Like, some things should just stay the way they are, right? I understand yeah. the world is screwy, and men are women, and women are men, and we don't know what the hell's going on. Like, the, the whole world is nuts, right? Like, mm-hmm. we don't know. There's this uh, swimmer. At, Leah, at, Tom, at, Leah yeah, Thomas? Whatever that li- whatever the name I is. I think so. Uh, and, and this is a dude. That's a swimmer that's competing against women and kicking their ass. Like literally goes from number five hundred as a dude swimmer to number one yeah. as a female swimmer. The world is spinning off its axis. But there are some things that should remain. And one of those things that should remain is when it comes to a proposal, a man should propose to a woman. Now, I understand that 76% of men are saying it's cool mm-hmm. for a woman to propose. I'd be more interested in what the women say to that. And I guarantee you that the women, almost all of them would say, I don't want to propose. Part of growing up, that's the, that's part of the fun is, is he going to propose to me? Is he going to pop the question? Is he going to get down on one knee? Yeah. Now, now, there are other parts of this survey as well. 57% of women say they'd be willing to pop the question. What? What? 57% of women? Boy, 
41% of guys uh, would even want an engagement ring of their own. No, I wouldn't wear an engagement ring. You guys are dopes. Total dopes, I say. Now, what if Jilly asked you, like, you didn't you didn't have the, the ring yet, and Jilly's like, Josh, will you marry me? But it was. But the thing, the other thing about these proposals that are kind of sham anyway uh-huh. is, like, you know if someone's going to say yes or no. Right. Like, you know. Like, I'd like to meet these people who get turned down. Like, you really didn't read the room well, bro. <laughs> so, like, you know it's going to happen. It's just, a, it's just a matter of when that's going to happen. Correct. I don't know. God, here's another one. Uh, let's see. Some traditions are still going strong. For example, if the guy proposes, most women think he should still ask for the father's blessing. I did that. I think that's doofy. You're an adult man. I asked. I asked my uh, wife's dad if I could marry her. And what if he would have said no? Uh, I would have still done it anyway. So then but why see, here's, ask? Here's so the thing, why though. ask? It's like when when I when I proposed to my wife. Not only did I ask him first. He laughed at me when I asked him about He's it. He's like, the guy that bangs all the fat chicks wants to marry my girl? Uh, so he laughed at it. But then I also called up both of her brothers and was like, hey, look, here's what I'm going to do. Is this cool? That, that That's some hillbilly stuff there. That, I, I don't understand That was just that. old school thing that, that, that I wanted that's, to do. That's, just, that's I just Andy wanted to Mayberry. make sure. That, that's Andy Griffith type of stuff right there. Yeah, I, but I, and here's the thing is like when I asked her dad, like his health, his health was still good mm-hmm. but it was kind of slowly declining at the same time so i wanted to make sure that he knew that his daughter was taken care of so i was like hey like here's the ring here's what i'm gonna do this is how i'm doing it are you cool and he's like ha, ha, ha. she's crazy but i guess yeah i think it's dopey I, I don't i think you're a grown man how old were you when you proposed uh we've been together for what eight years i think so i was like how long have you been married uh Five, All right, so you're six, in your mid twenties. I was in mid twenties. Yeah, okay, I don't think it's, 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 that's archaic to me. Like, hey, we're all trying to be progressive, 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 but let's stick to this archaic tradition of having to ask dad if you can marry the daughter. Yeah, I mean, I that was the it's, thing. It's not just like, you. I'm just saying in general, right. I think that's dopey. And I, I, my thing was at first, I, I wasn't going to ask him at all. I wasn't going to just say, hey, Ed, can I marry your daughter? It was, it was more or less just like the common courtesy. Like I grew up here in the south. Like a southern thing for me was like. Hey, ask for you know his daughter's yeah. hand in marriage. Yeah, and he just laughed at me and he's like, "I guess," and that was it. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels doofy to me. Then again, I proposed to my wife sitting on a couch. I proposed like Rocky. Did you but just hand her the ring? I did. But at least Rocky was you know at the zoo in front of the tigers in the snow. Said, oh, what if you wouldn't mind marrying me too much? Me, I'm like, all right, let's get married. Here's your ring. She goes, can you get down on one knee at least? I'm like, all right, I'll do that. Oh, let me try to <laughs> slid off the couch. I did. <laughs> I'm a dope, too. Yeah. 105.9 The Rock. Nashville's classic rock. Josh Enna Show looking at Battle's bracket over here. You know, it's it's um not bad. It's not horrible. I'm looking at your sweet 16 here. Gonzaga's in. That's right. So you've got one. UConn is not. Texas Tech and Duke. So there's three out of four. I was worried about Arizona because I had them winning the championship. Well, you know what? They're still alive. Uh, UCLA is still in. Baylor is uh, is also still in. Uh, Baylor got a gigantic come from behind win over North Carolina. So and then Purdue and can well Kentucky's out. Who would have thought you'd get the uh, matchup of uh, St. Peter's and Purdue in the uh, Sweet 16. That's pretty wild. Uh, let's see here. Arizona and Illinois. That's uh, Arizona and Houston, so you missed half of that. Tennessee and Villanova, you missed Tennessee. Boy, the Vols. Uh, I mean, just what are you doing? I mean, cho- That's Rick Barnes, though. That's what he does. He's a choker in the in the uh, tournament. He always has been. That's who Rick Barnes is. Uh, Kansas and Iowa. Uh, I believe that's uh, that's still a thing, right? Is Kansas, or did Iowa lose? No, I think no, I was I think, in, I think Kansas and I were still in it. 
and uh, Wisconsin gagged last night too. Uh, but uh, all, and so did Auburn. So that one really doesn't help you out. But uh, overall, not dreadful. Not a dreadful Sweet Sixteen. I have to grab Luther's bracket at some point and take a look. He does have Miami in the Final Four. Luther does so, and Miami uh, did get a big win over Auburn yesterday. So they are in the Sweet Sixteen, baby. Mm-hmm. Boy, I just love thinking about how miserable program director Jonathan is. <laughs> he was all geeked up over Auburn. He's like, "Yeah, and Kentucky lost, and yeah, screw Kentucky hillbillies." And he had all of his Auburn gear uh, on on Friday. He was geeked and ready to go. And then they, you know, they win rel- you know, relatively easily in the first round against Jacksonville State. And then they get in, uh, and then they play uh, Miami, and they just fall off a cliff in the last six, seven minutes of that game. And it was like I'm mad because I needed three more points to to hit a, a play, uh, but I was also happy because I knew that program director Jonathan was going to be miserable. And then there's only one SEC team left in the tournament, and that team is. The Arkansas Razorbacks of Bobby Bones. That's the only team still remaining from the SEC uh, in the tournament is Arkansas. The Hogs! They're in the Sweet 16. Do you think they beat Gonzaga? No. No, I do not. You know, Memphis gave Gonzaga a pretty good fight, too. Yeah, they did. I mean, they only lost by four. And uh, they gave a good fight, gave a good show there. So, uh, But no, I do not think they will beat Gonzaga. And then there will be no more SEC teams in. And people can stop talking like SEC basketball is a thing. I know they try to make it a thing. It's not. It's Kentucky. That's all it is. You got Kentucky. Tennessee has moments where they're they're relevant. Auburn's having a moment right now. SEC basketball pretty much. Arkansas, give them credit, too. They won a national championship 25 years ago. But for the most part, SEC is football country, baby, and that's how it will always be. 105.9 The Rock. The Josh Innes Show. Join 105.9 The Rock Saturday, April 9th for Bourbon and Bubbles Fest at the Park at Harlinsdale Farm. Sample bourbons, beers, spirits, and lots of bubbles all afternoon. And because you listen to 105.9 The Rock, well, you're kind of a big deal. Listen and win every day at 12.10 p.m. with Jilly. And grab your tickets at bourbonandbubblesfest.com. This is WNRQ, Nashville. Broadcasting from the Moonshine Harley-Davidson studio. It's the Josh Innes Show. On 105.9 The Rock. Nashville's classic rock. Hey, everybody. It's Josh and Battle today. Glad you guys are with us. Battle is uh, recovering from his trip to the wrestling match last night. Oh, I'm good now. It was just that early morning because I didn't talk to nobody. So it sounded pretty hoarse. And I think those cups of coffee are That's good. That's good. We're ready. Speaking of wrestling, Jilly was excited because she booked our hotel for SummerSlam. Are we not doing an Airbnb? Are we not? Oh, we had talked about it at Sammy. Oh, I don't remember that. Well, if you got a, <laughs> if you got a hotel, and I guess no Airbnb needed. I guess not. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> we had talked about we we right before we did that rock sh- tequila. Yeah, we were like we should get. We were talking about it, and I was like, let's get an Airbnb for SummerSlam, so it's not a hotel. We could just have a big party. Oh, I don't remember that. That's that's not fair to put me in that position. <laughs> <laughs> that is not fair at all. And we talked about it when you were sober on Twitch the following day. I don't remember that either. <laughs> Am I ever really sober on any uh, platform? Uh, you don't know. I've got I so many. I got you so did stay until 2 o'clock in the morning or whatever it was I don't last know. night. Oh, boy. 105.9 The Rock. Here's what's in the news today. You should know on the Josh Innes Show. So, yeah, but we can still go to SummerSlam. Yeah, we can. Are you staying at the same hotel? <laughs> what? Are you still staying at the same hotel you did it for Sammy? Yeah, it's walkable. It That's is a walk. Walkable. You just walk right down the road to the pedestrian bridge and cross it, and then bam, you're at SummerSlam. There you go. All right, so there's that. I mean, it's it's not the Crockett Cup, 
but it will do. And it's on a Saturday night, too. Oh, boy, we're going to get lit. It's a, it's on a weekend. Surely temples for everybody. Yeah. Party. All right, uh, what do you have today, Battle? All right, so a lot of kids going back to school today after having spring break off last week. And uh, today is the official first start date for Metro Nashville Public Schools to make masks optional. Does anybody care about masks anymore? Even the mask people don't care about masks anymore. It's kind of out of sight, out of mind. I'm watching the tournament this weekend. No one's wearing masks. No, nobody uh, wore masks yesterday. But it, but but there, the group of people that I see wearing masks still is is like cheerleaders of all people. Like I, multiple schools cheerleading squads are all wearing masks. Players and coaches not wearing masks. Fans not wearing masks for the most part. And hmm. then the cheerleaders randomly wear masks. It was a very strange thing. Arizona's cheerleaders were doing it. Uh, one of the uh, Miami, maybe they're maybe cheerleading. Because of yelling and screaming. I have. There is no reason for it. It's stupid. It's optics at this point. But, uh, but I have no idea why they were. But yeah, I mean, basketball players are actually out there playing, and they are not wearing masks, yeah. and they're grunting and sweating and backing up on each other and stuff. And uh, it's all stupid. So if your kid, if your kid wants to wear a mask, wear, wear a mask. If not, go about your life. Well, when we were in Louisville over the weekend, there was nobody wearing masks, and we went to like a kids' museum, children's museum, and we went to the Louisville Slugger Museum. Not one person wearing a mask. I'm done with the mask. You know, and I think uh, everybody is on this day. From this day forward, unless these these dopes, uh, these political dopes, bring back mandatory masks or something. We are for for forever done discussing masks. I am done with the mask discussion. As of seven o two on this day was the twenty first of March. Yes, uh, I am officially done with any sort of mask conversation. Is this a declaration? Yes, it is. I'm letting you know that I'm done with mask conversations. You're going to write it up. They're stupid. All right, what else you got? So this is an odd story, and we talked about this before we came on the air. So there was a dog that got dumped at a North Carolina animal shelter after his owner saw him humping another male dog and said, we're dropping him off because he's gay. Well, it's funny you bring this up because there was a feeling I had. Now, I wasn't going to take my dog back to the to the pound, as far as he knows. So I've had him for 10 years. Might as well ride or die at this yeah. point. But my dog... Um, was getting humped at the park a couple weeks ago and just sort of mm-hmm. took it. And I'm like, I either, it was sad on two, well, if he's gay, he's gay. I don't care. I'm not going to give you back to the pound because you're gay. It was more of a thing about feeling as if he had given up on life. Yeah. Like if you're just going to the park and some male dog starts humping you and you're a male dog and you just kind of go, all right, whatever. I feel like you've given up at that point, Luther. And, uh, and it really hurt my heart is what it did. I mean... Luther has that I don't care attitude. But but Luther is a sassy a sassy dog and he'll snap at other dogs. If a dog just looks at him the wrong way. Rah, 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 rah. But this yeah. particular dog starts giving him the business and Luther just stands there and I was like, "Dog, shoo, shoo." And Luther almost gives me this look like no, It's okay. No. It's okay. Just let and, him go. And again, I don't care if my dog is gay and I wouldn't return him to the pound or anything like these yahoos in North Carolina. Yeah. But I felt like when a male dog lets another male dog hump him and doesn't do anything to stop it, it's a dominance thing. And you're letting this other dog dominate you. And that makes me uncomfortable because you're dominant, Luther. And then I felt sad. Yeah, and it's it's so boring. Like, I feel bad for this because they're like, yeah, he's just humping other dogs and it's male dogs. And 
Does this guy not know how dogs work, by the way? And that's... Like, that's how dogs operate. Exactly. They don't, they don't just hump lady dogs. Like, that doesn't show dominance when you hump a lady dog. You have Mm-mm. to, you have to, like... It's like going into prison. Like, those dudes in prison hump other dudes because they show that they're dominant. That's how it works. These dogs are the same way. They don't go hump lady dogs. That's just understood you hump lady dogs. You go in and you hump the other male dogs and say, this is my territory, you damn redneck hillbillies in North Carolina. And the ASPCA said mounting or thrusting can be part of normal pet play behavior for pets and not necessarily a sign of their sexuality. And let me show you a photo of this dog. The the dogs are not gay. Look at this dog. That dog, is. that's a powerful dog. 50 that, pounds is that dog. That's a 50 pounder, and he's going out there showing his dominance. You should want to keep that dog. That is a dominant dog that goes around and says, I'm not one to be trifled with. I'm humping the other dogs. You're actually giving your dog up for the opposite of why you think you are. You think your dog is gay. In reality, you have, like, the most dominant dog ever. Yeah, I mean, in the yeah, thing. Hillbilly? It's a Fedsco, whatever that kind of dog is, but 50-pound Fedsco. And he's just sitting there waiting to get adopted now because they had to uh, turn him in. These are like, dogs. imagine being there working at the shelter and you walk in and they'll be like, hey, why do you have to surrender the dog? And they're like, well, he's gay. Like, just like, imagine he, being the, the front desk person. Is he too violent? Is he, is he, you know, uh, no, I'll tell you what the issue is here, missus. This dog right here is a homosexual, is what he is. And he's over there sodomizing other male dogs at our farm. What are we going to do about it? We're giving him back, and I'm going I'm going to go home. I tried. I tried to pray the gay away. I tried. I said, Lord Jesus, can you please? I took. I tried to take him one of them, them, them camps where they turn you from gay to straight, but they don't do that for dogs, apparently. Apparently, you can't do that. And I prayed hard. Me and Mammy, we sat down. We said, I said, Mammy, let's sit down. Let's pray over this. And we got down upon our knees and we looked up to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I said, Lord, please don't let Roscoe be a homosexual. Please, please, Lord, don't let Roscoe keep mounting them other male dogs and be a pillow biter. Don't let him do it. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. Next day, we took him to the dog park. He made some love to another male dog. And I said, that's it, Roscoe. It's over. And now he's here, and you can have him, because I don't need. I next thing you know, we're gonna be sitting at home. He's gonna, he's gonna have me watching Will and Grace, and I ain't doing that. So there, poor Roscoe, not his actual name, but poor Roscoe, he's been put up for adoption now, because some hillbilly in North Carolina is a dope. Josh in the show, still Josh in the show. 1059 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock. So the Babylon Bee is a satire site. It's a, a conservative-leaning satire site, essentially. So it's kind of like The Onion, if The Onion only made fun of like really woke liberal things, right? Yeah. That's what the Babylon Bee is. Well, the Babylon Bee had its uh, Twitter account locked over the weekend because of a tweet uh, in which they named Rachel Levine or Levine, who is um, the 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 I don't even know what the, the what the person does, but the the person was a man and is now a woman mm-hmm. and looks kind of like Ben Franklin in a way. It's a, like I'm not just I mean if you look, it looks like Ben Franklin. That's like I look at pictures, that person looks like Ben Franklin. 
Um, but they have suspended the account of the Babylon Bee because um, uh, of this uh, satirical post about Rachel Levine, Levine uh, being the uh, man of the year. And apparently that was cruel. And that has now led to their account being suspended. And, uh, you know, satire, it, like satire should be protected. It, it goes back, and I'm not trying to get all, you know, lecture you here, but uh, that dates back really to the Reverend Jerry Falwell versus uh, a Hustler magazine, which uh, there was a big court case involving Larry Flint and, you know, what is satire and is it obvious that it's satire and there's a big court case over that. I mean, satire to me, I mean, is the best form of comedy and the best form of humor. That's why The Onion works so well, and that's why Babylon B works so well. If you're suspending people from your platform because of satire, you got some issues, man. Like, and, yeah. and the thing is, I've learned this. I got fired uh, when I got fired in Philadelphia. It was basically over satire. The time I got suspended was over satire. It, it, the problem is people don't understand satire anymore because people are dumber than they've ever been. Despite the fact that we have access to every piece of information you could ever need, and it is on your phone. It is four inches in your phone. You pick it up. You, you turn your phone on. You can find any piece of information you want in five seconds. You say, hey, I want to know who sings Somebody to Love. Bam, you look it up. Oh, it's Queen. You can look up anything you want to do in five seconds, yet somehow with all this information at our fingertips, we are dumber than we've ever been as a people. And because people are stupid and look to be angry, people can't uh, understand satire and what is a joke. Right. And uh, because of that, Babylon B's account has been uh, been locked out. Now, I'm not going to look at them and, and, and cry for them because they push the boundaries of it and they know they're pissing people off when they do it. But that's what satire does. That's what Saturday Night Live used to be. That's what all these shows used to be. The National Lampoon, satire. That's what things used to be. And you used to be able to push the limits and you can't do that anymore. Um, it, I mean, it's it's basically humor sucks. I was watching uh, uh, Wedding Crashers. I was drinking beers on Saturday night and Wedding Crashers was on. And I think that's one of the funniest movies ever. I love this movie. And I'm watching this, and I think to myself, I could not tell you the last time I went to the movies or watched a television show that I laughed my ass off the way I, I laughed my ass off at Wedding Crashers when I saw it five times in the theater back in 2005. It doesn't exist anymore because humor is dead. People are humorless. And that's and that's what's weird because it's like, so I went and saw Jackass. Completely different thing, but... Yeah, there's not a comedy movie that you could laugh about anymore. No, I mean, watching Everything's guys get so hit, woke now. You know, watching guys get hit in the balls is always fun. But I'm talking about, you know, just straight up, you're laughing your ass off. The comedy is great. Those movies don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Either that or I'm outdated. But I'm watching Crashers the other night, and I go, man, I, I miss this stuff. I saw that movie five times in the theater. I saw it. Then a buddy of mine hadn't seen it. I said, I'll go see it with you again. Same with Superbad. Same with Knocked Up. 40-Year-Old Virgin. 40-Year-Old Virgin. Uh, Just Friends. All these movies from that era I saw multiple times at the theater. Like I see some of these movies now, and I never want to watch them again. They're not mm-hmm. even worth it. So, And it goes back to humor and Babylon B and satire being canceled. It's all, it's all a clown show. The Josh Innes Show. 105.9. The Rock. Well, it's the end of Maury. You are the father. Ah, oh, that's going to upset Jilly. Jilly was obsessed with Maury for a long time. And a, a friend of mine, uh, Tank, birth name, 
Uh, not birth name. Uh, but my friend Tank will sit around and just watch Maury and Jerry Springer and stuff and then record himself watching it and put it on Instagram. And it's great. And just an la- thing, he's just right? laughing at what's going on uh, and, and, and just making comments about Maury. Uh, but yeah, it's weird because I don't really watch it. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things, kind of like when Springer went off the air uh, a couple years ago. It's weird knowing that it's no longer there, but... It is, because I'm fairly certain Jerry Springer episodes still air, and I'm fairly certain that there will still be episodes of Maury that they'll just keep running, if I had to guess. Definitely. There's going to be reruns on some random channel that you don't see, but you're flipping through and find it. So Maury, um, so no more Maury. Uh, He's 83, by the way, is Maury Povich. He's been doing that show for 31 years. I mean, because he used to be kind of a semi, he was a legitimate news guy. Then he was on a show, I believe, called A Current Affair. Was this kind of like uh, this news show he was on in the 90s? I believe Maury was on there. And then the Maury Povich show is what really took off, and and that's who Maury is. The Maury Povich, just Maury is actually what it goes by. Maury. Uh, other TV stuff, it was on this day in 1980 that JR was plugged on Dallas. You went to the office that night with JR's gun. It was you, Kristen, who shot JR. How about that? Dallas. Now that that now you'll never have a phenomenon like that on TV because imagine having to wait essentially a whole stretch of time to figure out what happened on a TV show and build that kind of drama. It doesn't exist anymore. How long did that show last before we found out who shot James? I mean, well, I I don't know. I, but I, I mean, the show was on for I think thirteen years, but uh, it wasn't that long. But I, was it a summer? Maybe they, they there was the shooting, and then you had to wait the summer to see who shot Jr. I don't remember because again, I wasn't alive for it. But I can tell you this: that you're not going to have those kind of moments in TV anymore because, or anything, because you can't captivate an audience that way anymore. Mm-mm. You know, in 1980, you're still dealing with probably about three channels. I mean, there's cable at that point, but I mean, really, people have three channels. Uh, shows like MASH are getting 100 million people to watch the last episode. Who Shot JR is getting 100 million people to watch episodes. Ain't nobody watching. 100 million people are not watching any episode of any television no. show unless it is the Super Bowl. That is it. You're lucky. It's considered good if you get a couple million people to watch a show now. We're talking about hundreds of millions of people watching JR and watching MASH, the final episode, which I think got close to 100 million. You don't get that anymore. It's just a different world. But uh, all right, so there you go. Josh in a show. On this Monday, boy, it was a great weekend in Nashville. Might get a little cold again here soon, but yesterday, Chamber of Commerce weather we had yesterday. My God, it was spectacular. Here's the Eagle. 1059 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock, Josh and a show. It's Josh and Battle today. So glad you guys are uh, with us. Uh, I'm re- I'm ready for the tournament to start up again. I got to wait till Thursday. Oh, yeah. I, I guess I'm rooting for the. Uh, oh yeah, I, for, I thought there was another game today. It just shows how much I know about college basketball. Yeah, uh, I guess I'm rooting for the Houston Cougars to win it all now. Uh, they are uh, uh, they are taking on Arizona on Friday night, but I guess that's the team I'm going to be rooting for because that's my, the team I picked. Uh, what you picked the Cougs? I picked Arizona to win it all. Oh no, I don't care about that. Uh, but uh, Houston's my uh, – I, I root for Houston. I'm rooting for the Cougs. I like the coach, and I think they're good. And that's the team I'm going to root for. Now that program director Jonathan's Auburn Tigers have been bounced by Miami. Good job, Bruce and company. All right, Josh Ennis' show. Stick around. 
The Josh Innes Show. 105.9 The Rock. The Preds are pushing towards the playoffs, and we want you to be in Smashville to help give them the best home ice advantage in the league. Listen at 4.10 p.m. to grab tickets to the game next Tuesday against the Ottawa Senators from 105.9 The Rock. Smashville's classic Here's rock. Here's WNRQ, Nashville. Broadcasting from the Moonshine Harley-Davidson Studio. It's the Josh Innes Show. On 105.9 The Rock. Nashville's classic rock. Hey, everybody. Josh in battle with you today on your Monday. Glad you're hanging out with us after a nice weekend. Great weather. Yesterday, sat out on the, uh, the deck, had some crawfish, drank some beer. Luther laid out there, enjoyed sunbathing all day. It was a wonderful time. The problem is it went until about 2 in the morning. That's not bad. So uh, I'm riding on very little sleep. Battle went to the wrestling matches. Uh, Didn't hang out with his close personal friend, Billy Corrigan. I did say hi, but that was it. I didn't really hang out with him. It was just kind of hi and bye and walked away. Where did, wait, were you like backstage and stuff? Yeah, we were in there early yesterday oh. before the show started. We were just talking to some people and... Uh, they've got TV tapings tonight, tomorrow night, and Wednesday night as well. So, oh. not go. I might not go to tonight because I'm just dragging. So, understood. <laughs> I get it. All right, let's do some news. Go. 105.9 The Rock. Here's what's in the news today. You should know on the Josh Innes Show. All right, what do you got, Battle? Well, so there's a guy accused of attempted robbery and uh, aggravated robbery at two Mapco convenience stores. This happened. Uh, he was charged yesterday afternoon. So All right. uh, he walked into one Mapco, demanded money from the register, and the warrant said the employee gave him $22 before he fled in a red sedan. So then he went to another Mapco. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure if it's in the same day because the, the, the warrant doesn't say anything, but he said that uh, he went in, demanded the money, evenly reportedly made a cocking motion with the object he was holding, right? Yeah. However, there was somebody that was like, ah, ah, ah. So there was a witness, a bystander in there, pulled a gun on the robber. Oh, boy. And so the robber ran out. But before he ran out the door, he's like, I'm with the cartel. And then he ran out and got into his car and drove off. Well, police called him because he was in a red sedan wearing a Derek Jeter jersey. And the guy that was robbing the stores was in a Derek Jeter jersey. Yeah, The thing is, if you're going to rob a place... One of the keys is to not have anything distinguishable. Like a Derek, a Derek Jeter jersey is going to stand out. Yeah, I think that's so. That's pretty dumb. And then, you know how I know you're not in the cartel? You yell things like, I'm in the cartel. Exactly. Nobody in the cartel is like, hey, I'm in the cartel. I got I don't you. think that's how that works. No. And when they uh, got him and arrested him, it wasn't a gun that he was using. He was using a steering wheel lock. Oh, like a... Uh, like a like a what are they what is that like the old school yeah what do they what do they call that thing the club is that what it's called possibly I remember used to seeing them on cars all the time but I was like do these actually work like uh, what do they do I I don't know but this guy's a horrible criminal what I've learned <laughs> about criminals is many of them are bad and like you good think? criminals like the the smart criminals are not the ones that are robbing the Mapco and then robbing the for twenty two dollars and then robbing another Mapco like the smart criminals are like. These hackers that go in and, you know, infiltrate your bank accounts mm-hmm. and take all your money or, like, bring down big companies or something. Uh, the, the smart criminals are not the ones robbing the Mabco for $22, wearing a Derek J- Jeter jersey, and then yelling that they're in the cartel. Well, here's the thing. Like, if I was to rob a gas station, I'm not going to just take money. I'd at least ask for something like cigarettes, lottery tickets, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you but, got a shot if you get all those lottery tickets. Yeah. I mean, but, you never know. You might hit the big. I want every scratch-off we have. You would think if you say, I want all the scratch-offs, one of them has to have something of value. Yeah. So, I mean, you, I mean, that'd be a lot of scratching. But I, that, I, you know what? I think that's smart. I don't give you enough credit. I think that's see? a brave. See, I think if you're going to rob the, uh, you're going to rob the convenience store, you ask for every scratch off yeah. they have. You ask for the scratch offs and you ask for the cigarettes because you could probably turn around and sell the cigarettes. Oh yeah, I think you're right. What else you got? So there's a research company in Arizona that's willing to pay you for your poop. Oh boy! Uh, all you have to do is send samples of your poop. It's a company called Good Nature. So you have to send it to them, yeah. like in the mail. Yeah. Oh. So it's like when you do a stool huh. sample. I don't. I think you just kind of grab a little bit, boom, pop it in there. Oh. Uh, but they're willing mm-hmm. to pay you twenty five to seventy five dollars per sample. So you could get up to twelve hundred dollars a month sending your poop to this company. I'll do it. I would. Why not? Yeah, they're just basically just trying to, uh, I guess, find good bacteria from healthy people, and they're trying to do a study on it. And uh, if you want to qualify for the cash, you need to be between the ages of 18 and 50, healthy, and be able to provide uh, samples multiple times a week and meet other health requirements. Well, can you poop twice a week? If so, good for you. You can make you... up to 1200 I mean, pooping $1,200 a month? Hey, I'm down with that. Oh, yeah. Sign me up, man. Josh in his show. Of course, the news brought to you by Donahue Chevrolet. So we appreciate them. How about the Who? It's Who? a song that's called Who Are You? 105.9 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock. It is the Josh Ennis Show. It's Josh and Battle With You today so you didn't watch any tournament this weekend really mm-hmm. no we were i was sightseeing and then i was trying to figure out why there were so many people in louisville and then i realized that there was the the tournament was going on this weekend there look at you yeah and like, why is all these people here yeah so what did you do in louisville so we drove up saturday morning and uh we went to the there's a like a science kids museum there and yeah. then we went to the louisville slugger museum because uh, my wife had never been, and we were like, oh, we should take the five-year-old. Bad idea taking a five-year-old to a baseball bat museum. Yeah. So, <laughs> so why? What did he do? Uh, so at the, end of the, at the end of the Louisville Slugger um, tour, they give everybody mini bats, yeah. right? Yeah. He grabbed the mini bat, right? Yeah. And this, this is my kid. There was wax figures of like Jackie Robinson and Babe Ruth and Derek Jeter he goes up and takes a mini bat and whacks Derek Jeter right in the nads with the mini bats. <laughs> and he's like just swinging it. And then uh, there's like a part because they've added batting cages there, which is kind of cool. But there's like this little mini, like, I don't know what to call it. It's like a little baseball field, but there's a big, gigantic iron statue of a glove. Yeah. And so he's over there playing baseball, right? Yeah. Trying to swing it. And I made the mistake of buying him an actual wooden bat because I put his name on it. Yeah. My oldest son got one, too, and he got a T-ball bat. He cracked some kid with that bat. Because <laughs> he's like, I've got to test it out. Boom! And just cracked a kid. And I was like, well, it's time to go. We're going to go home now before we get sued. That's fun. So, but it was fun. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like a good time. It was a nice little thing. They were making bats for opening day, so that was pretty cool. Well, that's and, cool, yeah. Uh, they were making Ozzy's bats, so I sent you a photo of Ozzy's bats. Yeah, that's and I was awesome. like, "That's kind of cool." And you could buy like said players' bats. Like you could go into the batting cages and use like not Babe Ruth's actual bat, but like his model from back in the day. Yeah, so I, I bet that thing's heavy. Oh, bro, it's like a, a big log. Basically. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. All right then. So Josh Ennis show. Stay there. Josh Ennis show. One hundred five nine. The Rock. Show you a good time. 
It's the Josh Innes Show. And we're going to have a good day. Here's a couple of uh, stories for you that will make you feel real nice today. Warm your heart. How about this one? A gas station in North Carolina decided to take a loss last week, and they dropped their gas prices to $2.25 a gallon for five hours. In North Carolina, the average price of gas is over 4 bucks a gallon. They knocked it down to $2.25 for five hours to help some folks out. And a lot of people took advantage of that, so that's cool. How about this? A guy from West Virginia named John Buckland runs a charity called Heroes for Hire, H-I-G-H-E-R. He dresses up as Batman to cheer up kids in the hospital. That's cool. So he recently flew to Poland to hang out with kids who had to flee Ukraine. That's very nice. That's very cool. So he flew over there and he dressed as Batman and visited those kids who had to flee Ukraine. Just imagine you being a kid and you're just sitting there uh, in your hotel room, or not your hotel room, your your hospital, and you're just looking out the window, all of a sudden here comes Batman just at your window. That, very cool, man. Yeah. Very cool. I don't know that he flies. No, like he, oh. on a, like a, he's like craned in like the window oh. washers and he just kind of drops down from that'd a rope. Be, that'd be pretty badass. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I think most people would. <laughs> Uh, and also in Ohio, there was a school bus driver who had a medical emergency last week, and a fifth grader named Sujan Singh saved the day. He realized what was happening, got behind the wheel, and hit the brakes before the bus crashed into a streetlight. Whoa! That a baby! That a baby! Well done, that's, sir. That's awesome. Wow, nicely done. Let me see. Let's hear from this uh, this news story. Let me hear from this kid. Here we go. The bus driver, he was like coughing and twitching with his arm. We pulled the video off the bus, and sure enough, that's when we identified that it was our friend here, Sujan, who really was the hero in stopping that school bus. I just went straight, just take off his foot, the gas pump, just hit the brake. Scared a lot, but I was brave. Like, know what to do, just try to not make yourself cry. Just try to help people around. He is definitely a hero. Look at that. That a baby, Sue John. That kid should get free chocolate milk for the rest of his time uh, in school. I think he should. I agree Unlimited. with you. You want two? Sure. You want three? Go ahead. Let's hear from the uh, Batman impersonator who traveled to visit the Ukrainian kids in Poland. This is my little buddy, Sasha, from the Ukraine, right? Yay. Sasha is six years old, and he is going to say the four things. Never Me. give up. Always do the right thing. Number three, help other people. Number four, never be a bully. There you go. So there's Batman visiting the kids in Ukraine. I was kind of hoping he'd have, like, a Batman voice. I would have thought so, too. But I guess not. Some <laughs> kid's going to be like, wait a minute. That's not the movie, Batman. Uh, you sound more like George Clooney, Batman. That's not what I signed up for, friend. What are you thinking? Gonna have a good day. Brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. It's always good to see that there's good that goes on in the world. Nothing wrong with that. Def Leppard. It's hysteria. You've got it on the rock. 1059 The Rock, Nashville's classic rock. Josh in a show. Got to take my dog to the vet again on Thursday. Everything okay or is it uh, just uh, a uh, checkup? Well, it's, well, my dog's always at the damn vet. Uh, but he had this cough for a while, so we took him into the vet, and they're like, well, we think he might have this issue, so they gave us this pill, and it didn't work, then they gave us another pill, and it's actually worked, but now Jilly has looked up all this information about what they think he might have, and now she's convinced he's got a heart issue and that he's going to die, and it's 
Uh, it's just a pain in the ass is what it is. So so I have to go in on Thursday to get him rechecked, and then they're going to do another x-ray and all these other things and on it. And we just got paid. <laughs> <laughs> I, ironically, this all happens right around we get paid. Yeah, that, and it's it mixed with my, my crippling gambling problem. You mix those two things together, my dog and my crippling gambling problem, and you've got a real issue, but um, yeah. So I have to take him in there on Thursday, and then they're going to recheck him again. And I, I really hope it's a, a fine checkup uh, you know, after this couple of weeks of taking these pills. Yeah. Because if they're if they're like, hey, this this issue is serious, like Jilly will be inconsolable. So I'm really hoping uh, for a a positive uh, result here. Fingers crossed. Because they think that there could be a heart issue, but it could be something that could be managed. Yeah. So, uh, but we're gonna see on Thursday. He's been better. Me and he had this horrible cough, and then he doesn't have it anymore. So. We'll see. My dog is caught. My dog and my crappy car have cost me so much. Jilly's car we've had for 10 years, um, and it just falls apart, and it's constantly in the shop. And the, the dog and the car cost me so much. It's amazing. But the good thing is the car's paid off. It is, but it, it it's costing me money. Then what it's worth? Because I have to keep paying for wheel issues or alignment issues. Oh. Or, I mean, there's just oh, oh, air conditioning issues. There's so much. Anyway, I know you got your own problems. Josh Ennis Show. Stay there. The Josh Ennis Show. On 105.9 The Rock. Join 105.9 The Rock Saturday, April 9th for Bourbon and Bubbles Fest at the park at Harlinsdale Farm. Sample bourbons, beers, spirits, and lots of bubbles all afternoon. And because you listen to 105.9 The Rock, well, you're kind of a big deal. Listen and win every day at 12.10 p.m. with Jilly. And grab your tickets at bourbonandbubblesfest.com. Here's your 105.9 The Rock. Oh, my God. WNRQ, Nashville. Broadcasting from the Moonshine Harley-Davidson studio. It's the Josh Innes Show. On 105.9 The Rock. Nashville's classic rock. Like the fella said, it's the Josh Innes Show. It's Josh in battle with you this morning. Glad you're with us. Fresh off a long weekend of watching basketball and uh, a long night of watching basketball and cakes that look like other foods. So that was my night. It's almost nap time for both of us. I mean, it is... uh, (laughs) I don't know how I ended up up till almost 2 o'clock, knowing that I have to get up at 4.30 every day. But there I was at 2 o'clock watching a show about cakes that look like other foods. But when you get invested in something like that, all time goes out the window. And then you look at your phone for a brief second, you're like, oh, crap. I, like, <laughs> dude, first of all, the basketball games didn't end until late. But then I'm laying in bed. I can't go to sleep. I, I put on Netflix to try to find something to watch. And I see, is it cake? And I'm like, I want to find out. So essentially, this show is about master master bakers. Uh, no, cake. <laughs> well, the cake artists. These cake artists, and they just can make really fancy cakes. It's amazing yeah. what people can do with with cake now. And uh, the the game is these people have to guess whether or not this is a, a cake or if it is an actual object or other food. In this case, it was fast foods. So it was hamburgers or tacos or whatever. And yeah. is it actually a cake or is it really a taco or is it really a hamburger? And I was way too invested in this show. Just way too invested in this show. <laughs> and then I end up up until like 2 in the morning. Did you get any of them right Like when you well, watched it? But the thing is, though, there's no guessing because they tell you before. Oh, got it. So like you know and then these other people have to guess gotcha. so i guess the initial one you can guess the initial and then they then they let the the people go in and make the cakes and then these judges have to guess yeah. and and if the judge can't guess which one's the cake 
then uh, that person who made that particular cake wins. What do they money. win? Money. Oh, money? Yeah, like 10 grand or something. That's not bad. Yeah, but they're fancy cake makers. It's impressive. Josh in a show and Van Halen on the rock. Only the good die young. It's Billy Joel on the rock. So uh, here's one for you about autocorrect. So uh, there was a uh, person in an office building in Pittsburgh, and this person texted another person, and they texted the word firearm. They meant to text fire alarm. Oh, no. So when this person got a firearm text and then didn't get any responses for a while— the person called 911 and police evacuated the building. Oh, no. <laughs> like, you got to auto- watch those autocorrects. I, I live in constant fear of autocorrects because you never know what word it's going to spell, especially with like a tweet. I really get concerned because the mm-hmm. wrong word goes out and all of a sudden you're donezo. So I check that stuff like 10 times to make sure. Yeah. But in text, that happens a lot or it'll autocorrect. But uh, yeah, that was in Pittsburgh and this person's. Uh, uh, text that said firearm instead of fire alarm led to the building being evacuated. Well, I think something that's worse more than auto text is when you text with Siri. Yeah. You're like, hey, Siri, text blah, 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 That's why I don't do it. I've that, done that Siri, once and she never gets did it nothing again. Right. I did it once and never did it again. She's awful at her job. All right, Josh Ennis Show. The Josh Ennis Show. On 105.9 The Rock. Tomorrow on Fox. We celebrate the music you loved listening to all year. It's our 2022 iHeartRadio Music Awards. LL Cool J will be there to host and perform. Live music from Megan Thee Stallion, Jason Aldean, John Legend, Charlie Pooh, Monaskin. And we'll present our rare iHeartRadio Icon Award to Jennifer Lopez for her impact on music, film, television, and culture, including a once-in-a-lifetime performance. Plus, your favorite artists will take home iHeartRadio Music Awards. Voted on by you, the fan. Thank you so much. Don't miss our 2022 iHeartRadio Music Awards. Watch exclusively on Fox and listen on iHeartRadio. Tomorrow night at 7. We're all looking forward to getting back to real life moments. Thanks to COVID vaccines that help prevent severe illness, we can do this. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services is proud to help celebrate the iHeartRadio Music Awards. Visit vaccines.gov today. Here's your 105.9 The Rock. The Rock, Nashville's classic rock. Josh in a show. We're getting out of here. Um, I'm not going to go work out today because I'm lazy. And... um, I want to go home and go to sleep. I'm right there behind you. But I, the thing is, I'm going to go home, I'm going to lay down, and I'm not going to be able to go to sleep. Because Jilly's going to want you to go somewhere. Well, there's that, and I can't sleep anyway. Like I, I struggle to sleep during the day. Yeah. Like The day is when the world is happening, and I and like I feel weird sleeping during the day. So like I, I'm not a good napper. Is there supposed to be sun out today? That could be helping you nap. I, I don't I mean, know. I can't really tell from the I windows don't know. in here. But. Yeah, I... Uh, it's kind of a tough spot. And then, yes, I'll get home. The first thing is, yeah, take the dog outside. Then you got to feed the dog. And then we got to take him for a walk somewhere. It's impossible to then sleep. Then where are we going for lunch? And, all that. <laughs> and then the thing is, like, even if your wife gives you the opportunity to go take a nap, it's still it's tough for me to do it because I know she's out there just waiting for me to not be napping so we can go somewhere. Yeah, she's like peeking around the There's corner. There's like a pressure. like, And I don't want that pressure. So anyway, I'm sure you got your own problems. Josh Jenna's show. We'll see you tomorrow. Josh Innes Show.
on 105.9 The Rock. The Preds are pushing towards the playoffs, and we want you to be in Smashville to help give them the best home ice advantage in the league. Listen at 4.10 p.m. to grab tickets to the game next Tuesday against the Ottawa Senators from 105.9 The Rock, Smashville's classic rock. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.